Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Iceberg Lounge. We are your hosts, I'm Thomas Engel, and with me in seat number two is Randy Dobbins. Hello. And in this episode, we will be discussing DC and Fortnite's Zero Batman Zero Point issue number three comic. But before that, as usual, we will stop for an advertisement from our sponsor. And when we come back, we will go into page number one. And we're back. So, starting issue three, it starts out different than most. We're getting a sneak peak or a fly on the wall moment of what looks like the I.O. emails. Because the first inter-office memo email we get is the inter-office memo. It says, from loop observation to psyops. Now, for those who don't know what psyops means, um, as someone who enjoys conspiracy theories like I do, um, psyops is just a short way of saying psychological operations. And it's mostly used in in conspiracies, um, of how they kind of do operations to mess with people mentally. Oh, Thomas. Yes. We'll we'll get into this at a later page, but there is, and I will tell you about it when we get to it, but there is two, like, Easter eggs that I think that are huge in this comic, in this issue that I found out recently. Okay. Um, yeah, once we get to them, um, stop me, and then, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and show us. And like you will, you will flip like, you'll do a backflip and flip your wig. Oh man! Well, um, and that... you'll like you when you do that black that backflip and flip your wig, it also knock your socks off. <laughs> well, that will give the listeners a reason to keep listening then to uh, see the Easter or listen to the Easter eggs. And so the subject in this first email says, "I'm worried about the Batman." Yes, the Batman. And so, throughout this whole comic, there is no dialogue besides these emails. It like in page two and three, um, as we we can see, Catwoman has escaped the loop. Um, characters are known uh, as assets, assets, which is interesting terminology. And something else that I thought I think is cool, it, say, it says that Batman has displayed a single-minded determination to follow her boarding on Mania. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania. Like <laughs> no, that's a different one. It seems like he's about to go crazy on the island. Um, but it says that it, it seems personal for Batman now. And it also explains the diff- it explains the two types of memories that we talked about in the last episode emotional memory and conscious memory now and so we know that there's these two types of memories but they also say in the email that they have 
an agenda for Batman, but what is it? Like, like, what is the agenda they have for Batman? Yeah, and why do they? Because it's if we if we find out what the agenda is, we will figure out why he was brought here in the first place. Exactly, because inside the video game, I know at least in Raven's character bio, it talks about how she was sucked in to Fortnite. Like, it wasn't voluntary. And so, in page number three, um, it says they expected him to figure out how to escape. So, it's like, so you brought him in for an agenda, and you expected him to eventually figure out how to escape, and he almost did in the last three three loops. Why would you bring him in if you knew that he could figure out how to escape? Exactly. Unless that's the reason to see if any, because I feel like their th- their process of thinking is if anybody can figure out how to escape, it's Batman. Yeah, because it's just like, is that his agenda? Is to show them the flaws in the loop so that way they can fix it? So that way no one else can escape the loop? Which, that could possibly be it. And then on page four, we start off with the inter-office memo, the second one. And it's from loop observation to what is known as acquisitions. And so, in apparently this acquisitions department is how they maybe acquire all these all these different characters. Or they're in charge of the they're the people are in charge of acquiring the quick characters. Yeah. Like a because to me, I feel like that's what John Jones was a part of. Yeah. Yeah, because last season he went around to different realities recruiting people. Yeah. Acquiring them. And so, was he a part of this department? Was John Jones, Agent Jonesy, a part of acquisitions? That would be interesting if they could flesh that out. But apparently, the person that they were talking about was Snake Eyes. Because over on page five, they are fighting. And apparently from the what the what the comic was saying, they were a perfect match for fighting each other on page eight. On page, on page what? On page eight, it is the page that has the red hood um, ad in it. 
me find it real quick. Because I'm actually... Is it is that the one that says Feature State Gotham? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it says right here, these two are perfectly matched. And it, it seems like they're, as they said, a perfect match to where no one can win or lose. They just keep fighting. Because they say it's like watching a map, watching the finest artists work together to create a masterpiece. And it's just like they basically just find each other, fight for 22 minutes, and then die and do it again. Exactly. And so, do you have anything uh, for the pages six and seven before we moved on? The ones before it? Uh, let me go back and look. Not really, no. All right, you have anything for 10? Not particularly. All right. Um, And so now we get to page 11, where we start off with a new memo. This would be the third memo. Interface memo from Luke Observation to another new department called Archives. Yeah, Archives. With the subject, has this ever happened? Yeah. And so, apparently, they have never witnessed any fights like Batman and Snake Eyes before. Oh, yeah. Because if you know, there's something I want to point out here. This isn't what I was going to point out, but I love how they added a quad, cra- a quad crasher. Yeah, I'm like, can can we get that back in the game? Like, and, and sludge. Yeah, sludge is falling. Cause it, cause it's just like they're they're fighting each other, and what's interesting is now they're they're saying. It seems like others are remembering, like, them two fighting, Batman and Snake Eyes. Like, Sludge and Rex, they're remembering the fights, I guess, emotionally. That would be the only way. And then, when we move to page 12 and 13, this proves to be true, because now, all the other people... Or just watching them two fight and them two okay. at all, just them two. This is the pages I have something that the, what I was telling you about. All right. Do you see? You know the green whiplash. Yes. You see where the not uh, it's you see like the watt that's coming, the air that's coming off of it, and there's the uh, uh, the red, the flames. Yeah. Look between them. There's uh, Chun Li, the other fighting skin, and then Samus. Samus. Yeah, it's on the rock. Look, tell me that's not Samus. No, that's Samus. That that is the outline of Samus. Yeah, I have seen one person talk about this, and that's that's from Metroid, which would be a Nintendo game, wouldn't it? Yeah, 
And currently, so far, there has been no Nintendo characters in Fortnite until now. Because I've looked, and that is per- like a perfect outline of Samus. Oh, it is. Like, there is no way. So, if you are, are following us along in the comics, um, go look at that on uh, that page on page twelve, where he's where where he described earlier, and tell us what y'all think. Is that Samus or is it not Samus from Metroid? And, I think it is. And the second thing I have to point out is. Do you see the little base up above the slurp truck? Base, yeah. It's, do you see where the first stair is where it's going up? Mm-hmm. Right between the two stairs is Deadpool. Yeah, because that's his katanas. Yeah. So Deadpool's even watching him. Which means... Deadpool is still on the island. Yeah, that means he never left, along with Captain America and Ant-Man. Yeah. But the question is, how is how and why did Samus get here? And why is Deadpool still here? Yeah, exactly. When all That's... the other Marvel characters have left already. That is interesting. That that's uh, crazy. Uh, like, uh, sorry, I cut out. Uh, my someone was. I, I, I'm it's all good. Now. Random calls, but like, it's weird that like, like you're familiar with PlayStation Grenade. Yes, yes, the YouTube channel. I have seen. I I watched a video the other night of his where he talks about like this comic. And that's where I had seen these two things about it. And I was going to wait until we covered it. So that way I can, we can put it on the, uh, in, in the call, in the, uh, in the, on the podcast. Which that's, in, that's insane that Samus is here, but we have yet to have a, will we get that skin next season? Or sometime this season. Because we did get Tomb Raider this season, which is a PlayStation uh, base character. Yeah. Huh. So thought... as we as we move on to page fourteen, we see the fourth memo. It's from the loop observation again to psyops. Subject, um, emotional retention. And why they're discussing this, because it seems that Batman and Snake Eyes has a mutual respect for each other now. And the only way they could have done that is if respect... Is an emotion. Exactly, because now... Instead of fighting each other out of survival, it's they, they have a mutual respect for each other. And now they're just fighting to kind of fight each other to see who gets the upper edge. Yeah, because even because they said, this is not my area of expertise. Please advise. 
So they wanted PsyOps to come back and be like, yo, is respect an emotion? Because we don't know. And so we go to page 15 with a, another memo. Memo number five. It is loop observation to acquisitions subject concerns. And apparently it's their concern because it seems like they're banding together to take out other characters so that way they can fight each other in peace. And which is which is a very weird thing to do. Yeah, like they're fighting each other so that way they can fight in peace against one another. And they have such respect to a point that Batman saves Snake Eyes from falling off a cliff. Yeah. One of my favorite things from this comic says the Bamboo Cows, any significant duration. And then <laughs> they have like all those like myth letters and stuff. Yeah, like and I wrote those those down. Cause I feel like that is almost maybe a cipher saying something. To me, I feel like it's a, uh, that's, it has a, a equal sign and a colon. I, I, to a me, bracket, yeah. Yeah, to me, it's not, I feel like it's more of a, kind of like he, that happened and like, it's just like he, he was hitting keys because he was, this person so, like, shocked. But then he deleted it, though. So yeah. why would you delete that if you... Like, like I feel like it's some sort of code. Yeah. And I feel like Donald Mustard would put a code throughout these comics. Yeah. I feel he like that's... Because a... he, he deletes the message straight after. If it's a uh, mistake, why, like... Why not just say that was a mistake to who we were talking to? So, to any of our listeners or viewers on YouTube, if you are good with ciphers and code breaking, look up this code. It is on page 16 in the middle of the page. And where they're comment, grabbing each other's hands. Comment what it is or what you think it is. Um... Or leave us a voice message on Anchor, and we can play it in the next episode of what you think it is. Um, cause that's just that's odd to me. I I I just really think that might be a code to unlock some secret in the lore. Watch, no one's like thought of it, and it's, it's supposed to be putting the uh where you redeem stuff on the website. Dude, I might try that though. Cause um, think of it, what if they they hide that? Cause think of it, you need like four of those. Exactly four for it. So what if they like hide stuff in like the first four uh, force for four? Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, put these in, and then, like the first one to do it gets like something insane. That would be interesting. Um. So now we're on. Page 17, memo number six. 
it is obviously from loop observation, which makes me all of these start off from loop observation, which makes me want to know who is observing the loop. Like I want to know who who is doing it. But it's loop observation to archives, subject, hand signals, urgent. I want to point out the urgent's in all caps. Exactly. And in a different kind of brighter white than the rest of the text. Um, so it seems that they're not, seems like they are trying to communicate through sign language. Yeah. And then. Right here it says reply is needed ASAP because the if these assets are able to communicate and plan or worse, collaborate, it could present serious. It stops right there and then the message is deleted. Yeah. Which to me, I feel like that next word was going to be serious and then consequences. Yeah, or serious problems. Yeah. Because um, it's just like, if they can communicate through sign language like that, because it, that could be a lot of, you know what I mean? Yeah, because then they could teach others how to do it. And if they're able to teach others how to communicate, it's over. Yeah, and they could teach everyone else on the island how to do it, and then they keep doing it to where everyone starts to remember it's just like, you know, they can all eventually leave the loop. Exactly. So, we're on pages 18 and 19, but we're going to focus on 18 right now. Office member, memo, not member, number seven, you have the loop observation to all senior partners. Subject, assets, Batman and Snake Eyes. Summary slash evaluation. So was this just them manipulating them to fight to evaluate both people? I think so. And if so, why? Like, I feel like the reason that they would pit them against each other is to see what the outcome would be and see how far it would go. And if we see this right here, I believe that Snake Eyes is now out of the loop because Batman ends up obviously dying in the storm. And you can see the respect because Snake Eyes salutes him as he's escaping the loop. Which I feel like that's very on par because if I remember right, Snake Eyes what did fight in Vietnam. Exactly. Which is um, how, he, how he lost his voice. Now, mem- memo number eight. You have loop observation to extra loop observation. So there's an extra loop observation team. Yeah. And it's subject, incoming asset. So it seems like they've acquired a new asset. And as we can see at the bottom, this asset can talk. 
And then we flip over to the last page of the comic. And it's Deathstroke. And not only is it Deathstroke, Deathstroke with a with Catwoman who escaped the loop last comic. Exactly. So how did he get Catwoman? Unless when she escaped the loop, she went back to say Gotham. Like she escaped the loop and she just popped back in Gotham. Yeah, because that's where they got into it from. So I feel like that's where they would have ended up at. So, the question is, is Wade Wilson, Deathstroke, a part of the Imagined Order now, or just hired by the Imagined Order? I thought it was Slade Wilson. Oh yeah, Slade. I'm thinking about Deadpool. uh, Deadpool. That's my bad. Um, because we all know that Slade is basically the number one bounty hunter on Earth in the DC Comics. And last season, what was Jonesy doing? Recruiting bounty hunters. So that way people wouldn't escape the loop. So who's to say... This isn't the I.O., and this isn't one of the people that Jones recruited. I don't think Jones recruited Deathstroke. I think it's, I think this was after Jones left the I.O. and went rogue. Because, like, now I can't say that because he did bring in Alien and Predator. Because I, yeah. I was about to say, he wouldn't bring in someone that dangerous, but he did bring in Predator and Alien. So now, it's Deathstroke holding Catwoman hostage, who's now back in the loop, and Batman left there. And his words that he spoke is no sudden moves, or she's dead. Exactly. So it's just... Who let where he come from and where do where do he go? Like why is he there? I think someone other than Jones hired him to bounty hunt. Maybe the it was IO. His, maybe it was his boss. Exactly. So this we talked about this last night, or not last night? Yeah, I think it might have been last night or whenever we we got this. Um. How can he talk and no one else can? Exactly. And also a theory I heard is that he's the one that pushed Batman in. I could see that, which would be interesting because if he was hired to make sure Batman gets in the loop and doesn't escape, then he's done his job. Yeah. But we started talking whenever about about this subject, and we know that in the lore, all these characters are being manipulated. The island can be manipulated. The storm can be manipulated. But who's doing the manipulation? So if that's so, then couldn't 
they manipulate their assets' voices to where you'll be able to talk and then you can't now. Like, do they have that power to where they're like, all right, no one's going to talk on the silent, but because death chokes with us, we'll let him talk. Exactly. And that is what is left of issue three. Any closing thoughts about issue three, Randy? I think it's very interesting the what I pointed out about Samus. I think that that and Deadpool are the two two of the most interesting things in this comic. And now that um, Slade's in there, I would love to see Deadpool versus Deathstroke. You know that. You know how much money Fortnite and DC could get if they would just allow that for like one page. Yeah. You know how much money though it would be that they'd have to pay Marvel and Disney? I mean, yeah, but Marvel already has a working relationship. Oh, yeah. With Fortnite, (laughs) so maybe they could get away with it. I would just love one page where it's uh, Deathstroke standing there. And Deadpool comes up, be like, Dad? Like, I mean, like, for real, though, like, if they said that Batman and Snake Eyes was a perfect match, think, like, of, what, think of what Deathstroke uh, Wade Wilson would be. Exactly, because Deadpool is literally just a ripoff of Deathstroke. Yeah. and uh, But the, here's the thing, though. Him being a mutate would be who would have the higher ground, because Deadpool can't die. Um, Slade has a healing factor too. Oh, okay. But here's yeah, a, but yeah, Slade, Slade, Slade Wilson where... has a has a healing factor too. Uh, so it's basically down who can outlast who. Yeah, basically. Um, I think Deadpool would have more of the advantage though, and that's me being a DC fan. Yeah. Um, but because one thing Deadpool has that that Deathstroke doesn't is the ability to break the fourth wall. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't think Wade Wilson could take his, uh, take away, like, his, like, sorry, like, his, just his mouth. Oh, no, he couldn't. Um, but, yeah, uh, we're gonna stop it here. That was issue three. Thank y'all for listening and or watching, whether that's on all major podcasting platforms or on YouTube. Don't forget to support us at patreon.com slash TRJI for just a dollar a month. You can be a VIP of the Iceberg Lounge and get, at least for right now, my content um, first before anyone else. Um, Always know God loves you. And we love you and always remember, all to God. See y'all in the next episode.